Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. So tonight, Reach, Teach, Sin, we've sent out churches, we've raised up men. We've got three guys tonight that are heavily involved in our church, heavily involved in leadership, and they're going to be more involved this year than they've ever been. They're going to be stepping up to fill places that have been taken out by other churches, other men going out to pastor with their wives and their families. And uh, we've, got, we've got Braden that does the youth. We've got Casey that leads the, the uh, outreach team. And we've got David, if you didn't know, that's going to start Spanish service in the 7th of January. So all three of these men are heavily involved in leadership they're going to continue to lead. They're going to be doing more, so expect more out of them. Hold them accountable, amen, to do more in the church with their families, working together to reach souls. And uh, this is what we do. All the men that are out and, and wives and families that are out tonight preaching in different parts of the Metroplex and in other countries started right here with the little 10-minute message to practice and to get started. And I still remember mine 30 years ago, the first time I ever preached a 10-minute message and that's where it starts, amen? And so they're going to get their, their, their uh, bearings. They're going to do their best to get a message out and uh, put it together and watch what the Holy Spirit does. They have, I haven't given them a theme. I haven't told them what to talk about. They haven't talked to each other, but watch how the Holy Spirit brings three men's messages together tonight, amen? So give them amens and, and help them, amen, and take notes. I, I don't know about you, but I am going to learn something tonight. I'm going to get something from God tonight, amen. So let's give these men some love, and let's ask uh, the Holy Spirit to move. And uh, I'm going to pray for them so they don't have to pray, okay? Don't re-pray, okay? That'll be a mark against you. Lord Jesus, I pray for these messages tonight. I pray for all these words that are going to come to us. Anoint them so that they can get up here and just speak what you have put on their hearts. Thank you for the willingness that they have to speak your word Lord, let the fire of the Holy Spirit fill them tonight and let our ears be open to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's put our hands together as Braden comes to start us off tonight. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell him to get ready. All right, if you can please uh, get your Bibles out. How many got their Bibles? Amen. Get it out to uh, Matthew... Matthew 28, 19, please. Let me start my timer here. All right, the title of my message is The Assignment. So, how many know we all have an assignment? Amen? We all have our own assignment that God has placed before we were even born. He placed on our lives so that we can do things for him. Amen? So that verse reads, Therefore, go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen? So that's what we need to do as believers. Amen? Not just as men. Uh, you know, men have their part and women have their part. So... There are many ways that we can do this, and a lot, of, a lot of it has to do with our lifestyle, amen? The way that we live our life has, has almost everything to do with it. I mean, you, can, you could be 
you could be a, a youth leader and, and not set the right example. I could, I could be a, a crook, but I'm not. Amen? I'm not a crook. Don't get me wrong, okay? Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for what God's going to do uh, in this church, and I know that God has a, a, a word for all of us today. Amen? So the reason why I say get ready is because 2024, we're all going to do better. Not just me, not just you, not just one person, not just Casey, but we're all going to do better. Amen? And the way that we're going to do that is we're going to grab each other's hands, and together we're going to reach out for Jesus with the other hand. Amen? Amen. See, believers, believers should teach Christ. We should be living, we should be a living testimony. We should be, the way that we should live is not, not to get glory from other people, but just to glorify God. So, and that, that includes encouraging, uplifting people, leading others. You know, uh, we can all have a part of leadership in this, in this church without having the title of a youth leader or a pastor or just a title in the church somewhere. We all are leaders in some way. If you can please turn with me uh, to Romans 12, 4 through 8. Say amen when you're there. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is uh, this is four through eight. So it is with Christ's body. We are all parts of his one body, and each of us has different work to do. And since we are all one body in Christ, we believe in each other, and each of us needs all the others. God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. This, so if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out when you have faith that God is speaking through you. If your gift is that of serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, do a good job of teaching. If your gift, if your gift is to encourage others, do it. If you have money, share it generously. If God has given you leadership abilities, lead the responsibility or take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. So in, in these ways that the Lord has showed us how to do things, we all have a gift from God. Each, each and every one of you have a gift from God. And basically what I'm trying to say to you today is we all have an assignment that God has given us and gifts that God has given us to glorify his name. See, in an assignment, there is order to that assignment. If you start bringing order to your life, then you'll begin to see God's assignment work out for you. See, do you think that Mary, if Mary would have said no to God, whenever, whenever, that, whenever the Holy Spirit showed up to her, and said, I'm going to give you a son, and this son is going to be the savior of the earth. Do you think that if, G if Mary would have said no, that she wouldn't, have, she wouldn't have had the blessings that God had on her life? 
if you want blessings on your life, you got you to gotta understand the assignment. Amen? Mary understood the assignment. She understood that God was putting a, the Savior of the world, using her to bring the Savior of the world into this earth. Amen? If David said no to his assignment, do you think he would have became king and got, gotten all the blessings that he got becoming king? No, he probably wouldn't have. He probably would have missed out. Amen? You see, many of us are spiritually crippled, and we need spiritual healing. It may be a heart issue. It may be hatred in your heart. It may be something that's blocking you in your life that, that, that God's saying, you need to get that out before I can do anything in you. So check your hearts. And the only way to do that is to get into this word. Get in this word and get into communication with God. No matter what the circumstance, in the end, the only thing that can fix it is, number one, talk to the creator, the one who knows you better than anybody. Talk to God. Amen? Number two, read the owner's manual. This is our owner's manual right here. And if we read this, See, God gave us this so that we can know what we need to do. When you open up a, a box of, you know, that has furniture in it that you need to build, you're going you're gonna to look at the instructions, or you should at least. <laughs> a lot of us men, we don't like to do that, but, you know, you should. See, a lot of times we don't read, we don't read the owner's manual. We don't, know what we, don't, we don't know what we have to do because we don't read this, Right? Psalm 17, 6, that says, if he will regard the prayer of the, that he will regard the prayer of the disputed and know and not despise their prayer. If you don't know what dispute means, it means without the basic necessities of life. So basically it's saying that He's going he's gonna to answer your prayers. Amen? It, you know, all of us, we don't, we're, we're not, you know, you can say, oh, I'm, I want to be rich, or I want to have the, these things. I want to have, you know, like Pastor Blake was saying uh, Sunday, he was saying that you really don't want to be rich because that's going to destroy your life. You know, let God come in with blessings later down the road. But first, figure out what, you, what your assignment is. Figure out what God wants you to do. God's not going to call you to something that he hasn't gifted you for. Amen? So if you have a gift, make sure you're using that gift. Don't try to use another, another gift that you think you want. But understand that you have a gift, and it's going to be easy to use that gift because when God gave you that, he knew that you could handle it. If you want to know your gift, identify your gift. How do you identify it? it? It's easy. It's the thing that you do the best with the least amount of effort. So if it's not hard for you to talk in front of people, then use that. If it's not hard for you to give money to, the, to a certain mission or an offering, do it. Give that money. Your soul is dying to know what, 
its purpose is. And it's sitting right in front of us, right here in the word of God. See, this is where your answer is, right here in the word, in the owner's manual. Think about it this way. Me and my mom were talking on the phone a while back, and I was just talking to her about, you know, why we don't just pick up the word and and just read it. I mean, if you think about it this way, this is how we are. If you had a piece of bread in your hand, you could be saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, right? This is the bread right here. This is the bread right here. And, and we're sitting here, we're saying, our spirit is saying, we're hungry. This, our spiritual side, we're saying, it's saying, we're hungry, we're hungry. And all we have to do is pick up the word. All we have to do is pick this up and start reading it. He never said where, where to, you know, start in a certain place. Just read it. Amen? So you can't tell you what your purpose is because you didn't make you. Amen? So the fact that you didn't make you just lean on God, like David was saying before, this, before we started, lean on God. Use him to, be, to lean on. Amen? I'm finishing up here, but I just want to I just want to say one last thing. This year, the what we're, what's going to get us through this next year is power, dominion and authority. If we don't have that, then we're not going to be able to fight against Satan. Amen. If you don't have the word of God in you, inside of you, living inside of you, like David said earlier, the Bible is living. This is life. This is our, where we get our life from. And if it's not living inside of you, then you're not going to be able to tell the devil no whenever he comes your way. Amen? So have dominion over sin. Power, dominion, and authority. Write those, in, write those words big in your notes. Power, dominion, and authority. That's all I have for today, but I just wanted to encourage you guys and just... Uh, Make sure you guys know that I'm a part of the Lord's army, and if you guys want to be a part of the Lord's army too, then join me. Amen? Yes, Blessings, 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 blessings. My goodness. Lord, how am I supposed to follow that? My goodness. I told uh, Brayden the last time that he preached that he did such a good job that he made himself a target for the enemy. <laughs> and we have to understand that when we're doing something for God, there's always going to be a counteract. Something that's trying to come against what the Lord is trying to do in our lives. And it's only one way that you can defeat or protect yourself. And that is through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our offense, and Jesus Christ is our defense. And I'm going to encourage you tonight to put on Jesus. That's the title to my message tonight, is to put on Jesus. Listen, 2020, me and my wife fell. And when I say fail, I mean we separated. We separated in 2023, and the significance of that is 
that this year, we got back together last year on the day of Christmas, I believe it was. We got back together on the day of Christmas of last year. And that marked eight years that we was a part of this fellowship. And let me tell you guys something. Everything that the enemy tried to undo, well, not even tried because he did. He was successful. We failed. We separated. We went our own ways. Things was happening in our marriage. We didn't know what else to do. And it was something that the Lord was trying to reveal to us, but we was blinded by our own selfish acts. We got to understand in, in, in the point of marriage, there can't be no inch or inkling of self-will. Not even a little bit. And when you find yourself at the point or the moment of self-will, it's like, what do we do? A lot of us come to a brick wall and we keep running into it and we keep running into it. Every direction that we turn, we keep running into this brick wall. But it's when Jesus said it was finished is when the veil was torn from the top to the bottom. So what I am trying to tell you guys and encourage you guys, if you do not put on Jesus Christ, the devil will defeat you every single time. And everything that the devil undid for me and my wife, the Lord has restored abundantly more than we could ever expect. Christmas Day, December 25th, was one year from when we split up. And the Lord has restored everything from the TV in the house all the way up to our marriage. Amen. Amen. Now you're asking yourself, because when the world tells you to put on, we'll think of something false, something fake. But this is not a put on. But this is a put on, though. Do you understand? It's like, that's why people think that the word is contradicting, because we, the, the, the enemy, the world tries to take the words from the Bible and make it their own. Do you see what they're doing with the rainbow? But it's time for us to stand for righteousness, to stand for holiness. And there's no way that we can do that if we do not put on Jesus Christ. I haven't even started my timer. I don't even know what time I started. Hey, how much time I got, Pastor? <laughs> the devil, nine minutes? Praise God, because I just set the timer at nine minutes. See, the Lord knows exactly what he's doing, because before I stepped up here, I died to myself. You have to understand, that's the true meaning of putting on. You have to die to yourself. You can't not rely on anything else, because I'm listening to you. You are not stronger than the devil, not on your own. In Romans 13, 14, Paul instructs the believers to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to glorify the desires. The devil has three schemes where all his desires strings from. That is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. 
we're going to focus on the lust of the flesh. See, the lust of the flesh simply means wanting to glorify our bodies, desire at the cost of morality and what's good for our souls. I believe Brayden was just mentioning something about our souls. We do not own our souls. The Bible teaches us that God owns our souls, that every soul belongs to God. How are you going to sell something that does not belong to you? And I just want to piggyback off what Braden said because that was a wonderful lead-in. What we are giving up is like what Esau gave to Jacob. Huh? Our birthrights. And he gave it up for a meal, the enticingness of a meal. You see how the enemy works? What was it that Eve bit in the, in the, in the garden? Enticing. Do not be enticed to the things of this world. We must take off the attire of darkness, which is our dark deeds, and put on the attire of light, which is Jesus Christ. If you're going to expect to survive or you're going to expect to have victory in your life, you're going to have to learn to take off yourself and put on Jesus. This is not a game. The spiritual world is real. See, because the desires of our flesh could be adultery. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be food. It could be our spouse, our wife, our husbands. Well, your husbands, not mine. <laughs> it can even be your children. The devil is a crafty fellow. You have to watch out for the things that he do in your life. And listen, listen let me tell you something. People complain so much about being used. Let me tell you something about being used. I've heard someone said, if you're not being used, then you're useless. Is there some truth in that, church? Listen, so let me ask you this. Are you being used by the devil? By the world? By the dark deeds? By the sin nature? Or are you being led or used by Jesus Christ? He wants to use you tonight to be priests and pastors to the nations. We have to stick together on all fronts. That's the only way this thing is going to operate. That's the only way that we're going to get this chain of grace to keep moving and keep stretching, not just in our cities, but around the globe. Let me get back to my message. I done went all up off my message. Pastor Mario, this is what you feel like when you be up here? My goodness. My goodness. See, the, the phrase put on Christ means to figuratively clothe oneself with the Lord Jesus Christ to reveal the glory of God to the world. See, Paul was talking, he wasn't talking about the physical clothing. See, that's what we have to understand. We have to put ourselves in the perspective of God and get ourselves out of the perspective of man. It's not about your perspective. It's about what God thinks. That's the only thing that matters. And so when Paul was speaking, he was speaking about our spiritual clothing. And once we are believers and followers of Jesus Christ, well, then we have to understand that everything is spiritual. The devil needs a willing vessel for the alcohol to physically go down. 
Are you being used by the devil? But when you put on God, let me tell you something. When you put on Jesus, the biblical, spiritual, the, the biblical spirituality at its core refers to the life of discipleship intentionally lived in a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ by the Spirit. That is the Trinity. When you put on Jesus, you're, you're operating in the triune spirit. And if you put on Jesus, if you got God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son with you, nothing can be against you. And if it do, it will be instantly destroyed. It cannot stand up against the powers of God. The reason we fall, the reason we, we fall, the reason we go into a lot of these endeavors that we go to in life is because we are wearing the wrong attire. What attire are you wearing tonight? But, you, but have you ever thought about the clothing, what your clothing says about you in the inside? I want you to take a moment and think about that. In Ephesians 6, 10 and 11, it says, finally, be strong in the Lord, which is Jesus, and his mighty power. It says to put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the schemes of the devil. Is that, do we have anybody in this place that wants to stand tonight? I know you guys are sitting, but do we have anybody in this place that wants to stand well, the only way you're going to do it is putting on the full armor of God. I'm talking about the whole armor of God. See, sometimes we put on the armor of God, and we forget to put on the full or whole armor of God. See, we put on the armor of God. We put on the, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But that only covers our front. What about our back? When Jesus told us that he covers us, that when the father sees us, they sees Jesus. But how is that possible if we're missing the back plate? How is that possible if we are missing one of the components to defend against the snares of the enemy. See, we must forget there's a mystery in there. See, that the Bible speaks about six components, but there's the seven. And we understand, I just told you guys earlier that Jesus was our offense. Jesus is our defense. So we have to understand that Jesus is the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and, and it was with God, and the word was God. Jesus is our back plate. Let me tell you something, church. When you wake up in the morning, before you start your day, put on Jesus. Put on Jesus because that's the only way that we are going to survive. God chose, chose Jesus as his messenger, his Messiah, to tell, us, to tell us about himself. Jesus is God and the revealer of God the Father. Let me remind you, church, when you start your day, put on Jesus, put on for Jesus, and let's go Get them.
All glory to God. All right, fellow sisters and brothers. Um, so as you know, like our brother was saying, um, when you do something for God, you're going to be attacked. There's always going to be a counter, like he said, right? So we know that we're in a spiritual warfare. It's war, right? It's a battle. That's gonna, it's going to come at you, whether you want it or not. By the simple fact, if it's your first time here, that you already stepped foot through that door into this church, the battle's coming to you. Okay? So this is the thing, though. You know, we can't be scared. We can't be scared to fight back in that battle. And so what leads me to the name of uh, my message, which is the armory, because we're going to need weapons. All right? Nobody goes to war without weapons. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be silly, right? You're already setting yourself up for failure. So we need to look for, the, for, for where our weapons are at and where we're going to find them, okay? So for one, we got to lose that fear. We got to lose that fear, and it tells us in uh, 1 John 4, 18, you know, that there is, there, there is no fear in love. And I can, we, can both, we can all agree here that we love Jesus, right? All right, so we love him that much. We got to lose that fear and get there and get it. Okay, so because that love is what's going to cast that fear out. And that is what this, what this is saying. Right. And then fear is also linked to torment. Okay, and that, that is not what, what we want in, in our lives. And if we're going to go to war, the last thing you want to do is be term, tormented. What you want to do is have that head on. We're going to go head on and collide. Right. That's what we're going to we're going to bring it to them. Okay, so this is the thing. Whenever. We're already in, in Christ, in Jesus. Everybody's like, oh, Lord, please, you know, don't let the devil attack me. You know, please protect me. No, how about you tell him, bring it. You bring it. Bring it on. You know what I mean? Because he's already telling us in Joshua 1.9, you know, he tells us that he has commanded you to be strong because he is always with us. Okay, so what do you have to fear if you have the main creator by your side? Okay. So stop trying to avoid them. Meet them head on. But again, we need those weapons. We need to know where your armory's at. Where are you going to get it at? Okay? We need to find that out. Okay? And all I know is all my weapons are right here. This is my armory right here. This is where you'll find every single weapon that you need for your spiritual battle and your single war that you got to go to. Okay? As soon as you walked in there, you've already enlisted. All right? So there's no, there, there's no going back on that. All right? So get ready for it because it's coming. So then if we go to, um, you know, God ain't going to give you a battle that he's not training you for already. Okay? So if we go to uh, Psalms, uh, wait, I'm sorry. We're going to go to Luke 10, 19. And this one, a lot of y'all know it already. But, you know, uh, we got to have the boldness. You know, he, he has given you already the authority to, uh, it's 1019, Luke 1019, I'm sorry. He has already given you the authority, the boldness, the, 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 the power to go and do what you need to do to attack. Stop waiting back, telling them go fight. You bring it. You tell that devil, you bring it to me, man. I got you. I got something for you. I got, I got, I got an armory full of weapons. You come and get it. Okay. And, and like I said, he ain't going to give you a battle you can't fight. In Psalms 144, 1 through 2, he tells you right there, he is training your hands for war. And he is training your fingers for battle. You came in praising, lifting your hands. Your hands are already training. 
You're already praising. You're already worshiping. Your hands have already been in training. That's how we start going into training. If you want to start going about how my fingers are ready for battle, this is how I flip my pages with my fingers right here. We're in the battle. We're in the fight. Okay? And you got to let that devil bring it. You come here and bring it. Because I know that for every battle that you bring me, for every battle that you bring to me, for a sickness, I have an artillery shell, an artillery shell in Proverbs 3.8, which tells me that he will bring healing to you. If you want to bring it again, you want to come into a battle, bring me some depression, I got, I got, a, I got an Apache helicopter for you right here in Isaiah 61. Okay? That tells me that the, the, that the, the sunshine is going to rise and shine because my light is going to be upon me. Okay? You want to bring it in? You want to bring me some alcoholic beverages? You want to bring me something? You want to bring me any battle you want? I got a weapon for you right here. I got my, my armory right here. Okay? You want to bring that? I got my, my battle with alcohol? Well, I got you an artillery show right here on Proverbs 21, which tells me and lets me know that wine is a marker. Right? And then those that are wise will not follow that. Right? I got something for that. And then for those who, you know, you want to bring me, make me feel lonely. Make me feel like I have nobody. Make me feel like I'm by myself. We got the most famous of all, and everybody knows this one. I got my air support right here. John 3.16. Somebody knows that I am here and was willing to give his only begotten son for me. To give me eternal life. Give you eternal life. So, like I said before, if you feel like you have nothing to fight with, when that war comes at you, remember where your armory is at. It's right here. You go there and look for your weapon, but then again, you got to know where your weapons are and, where, and what kind of battle's coming at you. So if you don't look in your armory and you don't know what's there, you ain't gonna, you're going to pick the wrong weapon at the wrong time. Get into your armory and know where your weapons are at. All right? God bless y'all. That's all I have for y'all. Father, we thank you tonight for these words. We ask you to, to just bring out of our hearts and our spirits what you've spoken to us tonight, Father. Lord, in your way and your anointing, you've spoke through these three men tonight, Father. Getting up here and listening to your voice, learning how to hear your voice, learning how to put a message together. And Lord, I pray a blessing. I pray for protection over these three men and their families, their wives, because, Lord, as it was said, they're a target. Because, Lord, they're answering the call tonight. Lord, all of us are going to answer the assignment tonight, Father. And, Lord, these words have challenged us for 2024 to answer the assignment, God, and to put on that armor and the armory, Lord God, and put on Jesus tonight. And we pray in Jesus' mighty name that, Lord, you're going you're to do things not only in these three men and their families, but in every single one of us tonight. We're going to stand up, and we're going to grab the Word of God, and we're going to begin to live the life that you have called us to live, Father. You're going to open up doors that no one can open up. You're going to close doors that need to be closed. Father, we thank you that men and women in this place tonight that have not answered the call yet are going to begin to rise up. Lord, as David said, when we walk in, we enlist, Father. We are in the Lord's army tonight, and we pray right now that you'd begin to challenge us. You'd begin to call us. You'd begin to take the fear away from us tonight. You'd begin to take the doubt away from us tonight. You'd begin to take away the excuses 
that you can't use us because your word says, God, that you take the weak things, you take the foolish things to confound the wise tonight, Father. And Lord, I pray for every man and every woman and every teenager, every young person, every older person in this place tonight that the assignment has been given. And the Lord, we would put Jesus on and we would go forth in the power of God and in the might of Jesus Christ, not by our strength, not by our might, but by your might. It's not by might or power, says the Lord, but it's by my spirit. In all this place tonight, as your heads are bowed and eyes are closed, maybe you're a guest here, you've never been to church before, you've never come in to these doors before, God spoke to you tonight. Do you know Jesus Christ? Because as you've heard it tonight, you're either on God's side or you're on the devil's side. You can't be in both places. Today, the Bible says, is the day of salvation. Choose this day, Joshua said, whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. How many today in listening to my voice online, on the podcast, in this place tonight, could say, Pastor, I want Jesus to become the Lord of my life. I've never given him my life, and I'm going to accept the assignment of salvation tonight. Just lift up your hand quickly. I'm going to wait just a moment. You're here, and you're not saved. You're not born again. You've never given your life to Jesus. You've never surrendered to Jesus. Just say, Pastor, pray for me. Remember me tonight. Here I am. Here's my hand. Lift me up. Pray for me tonight. Maybe you're here, and you've known the Lord. You've had a rough year. You've, you've lost some things. You've backslidden. You've gone away. I've been reading all week this week in, 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 in the end of the New Testament and John, 1 Peter and 1 John, all over in Hebrews, over and over. If you fall away, when you fall away, if you fall, listen, you can backslide. You can fall away from God. But if you've done that tonight, you can come back. God's not done with you yet. There's some in here that even just this year have come back to the Lord. And we're praying that you would get back in the place that God has you to be. So you can answer your call. And you can stand before God one day and hear those words. Enter in good and faithful servant. Listen, I want to challenge you and encourage you tonight. If you're here and you've, you've been backslidden, you've been going cold, you've been going the wrong way. It's just one simple step back. How many be honest tonight and say, that's me. I need you to pray for me. Just lift up your hand. I see your hand. God bless you, young man. God bless you, sir. Amen. Let's stand all over this place tonight. Amen. What a good word tonight. I got something tonight. Amen. How many, how many love, see how God puts that together? It just flowed. It was perfect. It was good. It was a challenge. And, and we're going to hold them accountable this year. Amen. To do more. And we're going to hold you accountable to do more. There's so much ministry in this place right here. Amen. If you haven't been here long, I got news for you. We're all ministers. I mean, know that. We're all ministers. Our job pays us to preach the gospel. Every one of us are called to preach the gospel, to go. And it doesn't matter about having a mic or a platform. It's about passing Jesus cards out. It's about praying. Some of you in here are prayer warriors. You need to put your armor on like they were saying tonight and begin to say, you know what, devil, you're not going to get me. I, I, I like what he said. How about you go after him? Why don't you go on the offense a little bit? Too many Christians are always backing up. Why don't we get on the offense and use the sword of the Spirit? The sword of the Spirit is God's Word. And like I said a couple weeks ago, speak to those dry bones. 
Speak to that life. Speak to that area of your life and say, I'm not going to be on the defense anymore. I'm going to start making the devil back, 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 backtrack a little bit. Get your marriage back. Get your finances back. Get your house back. Get everything back. Everything the, Lord has sto- the devil has stolen, the Lord wants to give you back tonight. Amen. This is the last Wednesday of 2023. We're going to close it out strong tonight. Amen. Let's all just come down to the altar tonight. And before you go off live stream, we're going to say a sinner's prayer for someone who might be watching online or some that raised their hand that want to rededicate their life. Remember, the Bible says that Jesus would leave the one and go after the nine, leave the one and go after the lost, leave the nine, nine and go after the one. That one that's backslidden, that one that's straight away, because one person matters to Jesus. How many believe that tonight? You matter to Jesus. You matter. And tonight you can say, Lord, I'm, I'm coming back home. I'm rededicating my life to you. And, and don't worry about what the devil says. Remember this. The devil is to be respected, yes. But he has no teeth. He can only bark. He can only growl. He cannot do anything to us if we have Jesus on us, if we have the armor. When we don't have that, yeah, we're in trouble. But when you, when you say, I, I come at you, devil, in the name of Jesus. I'm covered tonight in the blood of Jesus. I'm more than a conqueror in Jesus' name. Don't, get, don't do it on your own. Don't do it as that said, it said in the book of Acts. I'm coming at you in the name of my pastor's Jesus or my family member's Jesus or so-and-so's. No, you're Jesus. You got to know him tonight. You have a lot of power and a lot of authority and everything you need tonight. Let's say this tonight all together. Lord Jesus, I rededicate my life. I ask you to forgive me for my weakness, my carnality, to go back to my old ways. Please forgive me for allowing the devil to deceive me. I declare tonight that you disarmed the devil and all his powers on the cross. He's powerless. I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. Jesus, I rededicate my life to you tonight. My vows. I'm serious. I want to live for you. I accept the assignment. I put Jesus on. I put all the armor on tonight. And I'm going on the offense. And I'm going to go get souls. I'm going to tell others. They can change just like you've changed me. Lord, make everything new tonight. Give me a fresh anointing, a fresh fire, a fresh burden for the things of God, starting with your word. Jesus, you are the Son of God, Savior of the world, forgiver of my sins. I believe you died on the cross and you rose from the dead. Come into my life, take over, and make me more than than an overcomer. More than an overcomer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.